saying, Heavenly Father, how grateful we are that you are here, God. But we thank you, O Lord, that truly you are present help in time of trouble, O God. But how grateful we have how you moved in our midst this morning, O God. Father, how we could feel your presence, Lord, from the first note to the last note, O God. Father, when this evening, knowing that once again that you are here in our midst, O God, Lord. Father, we know that if you come, O Lord, it's because you've got a purpose, O Lord. If you come, it's because, Lord, you know the hearts of your children, Lord. You know the battles that we're facing, Lord. And you know the struggles, O Lord. And you come, O Lord, to comfort us, and Lord, to encourage us, O Lord. And, and to direct us in the way we should go, Father. So, Lord, this evening as we've come together, Lord, we, we just want to surrender ourselves to you, O Lord God. And we just want to hear from you, O Lord. And, Father, you know what we have need of, O God. We just pray that you will speak to us, O God, Lord. Father, this evening, we just want to release you, O God, Lord. I want to release you that you be the speaker, Lord God, this evening, Lord. Father, I want to release you that you be the hearer, O Lord, and not just the hearer, but the one that brings the word, O Lord, to be manifested in our lives, O God. Father, we yield ourselves to you this evening, Lord. May you take full control, O Lord God. Father, we just pray, O Lord God, may you sweep over this building, O God, Lord. Father, we defy the works of the enemy, O Lord, and to try to raise itself against the service, O Lord. And Father, we just pray, the Lord, you will take the preeminence and full control, O Lord God, Lord. May you brood over your people once again, O Lord God. Father, I just pray, may you be personal to every heart, O God, we pray to save the Lord. May you have your way in our midst, O God, Lord. May you be glorified at the end of the service, O Lord God, Father. Lord, we wouldn't just say that our heart burned, burn, the Lord, but Father, we will know that we are communing with you, that we are walking with you like Brother Andrew was saying, O God, Lord, that you are near on our side, O Lord God. Father, one of these days, O Lord, that we'll take a step, O Lord God, and Father, we'll take it to another place, O God. Father, we yield to you, O Lord. We come with our hands into your hands, O Lord God. Lead us and guide us, O Lord. We've never walked this way before, but you have, O God, Lord. And so we just ask that you go before us, O God, Lord. May you lead us tonight, O God. May you take the service, O Lord. And may you glorify your name in it, for we ask it in Jesus Christ's name. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you, musicians. Brother Michael, God bless you. Thank you. Amen. God bless you all. Amen. We... Sure, greet you all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Sure, glad to be here again this evening, and and, and uh, it's sure a privilege to take the service. And we thank the Lord for it. Amen. Amen. And Brother Andrew was saying, we, I mean, how many enjoyed the service this morning? Yeah. Amen. God bless you, Brother Moses. I don't know where he's at, but God bless you. Amen. Uh, if no one needed that, I needed that. So really, God bless them, such an atmosphere, and I really enjoyed the service, amen. And the Lord has really been moving and, and speaking to us, amen, and in different ways. I, I, I still have been feasting on what Brother Andrew spoke on Wednesday. It was, it was an incredible masterpiece on faith, amen. We've heard many sermons on faith, but just to bring it in such a simple way to really know what faith truly is, because that's our strength, amen, and so we... We sure thank the Lord for that, and we had a wonderful young people service on Friday, and we bless you again, Brother Andrew, for that. Amen. I, I believe that we, 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 are, we are overcomers. Amen. Whether you're young, whether you're old, we are overcomers. He's coming for overcomers, and so he will find overcomers. Amen. 
Amen. We thank the Lord, Father. We sure appreciate your prayers while we were away. We were away last week in, in Alaska. We, 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 the Lord really was with us and in the meetings there. And, and it was a blessing there in Alaska. And, and we, we, we do bring greetings from Brother Flynn Take and his wife, sister. And they, they sure greet you all. Amen. And, and they, they were sure glad that we, we, we were there and we had a wonderful fellowship together. And, Brother Flint Flint wanted to specifically bring greetings to Brother Ed. He's not here, but he was really, really um, on his heart to say, you know, send greetings to Brother Ed and to the church. So really, uh, we really thank you for your prayers. Really appreciate your prayers. God moved in the services there. And, and uh, if the Lord will, and maybe we'll be there again some other time. Amen. 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 But he should bring greetings. Amen. We'll take a Bible this evening. Amen. But we want to open to the book of John. Amen. John chapter 6. Amen. John chapter 6 from verse 16 to 21. John chapter 6 verse 16 to 21. And, and we'll also read from the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 41. We'll read from verse 10 to verse 10 to 13 as well. Amen. Let's go to John chapter 6 verse 16 to 21. Amen. John chapter 6. 16 to 21. And when even was named, come his disciples went down unto the sea and entered into a ship and went over the sea towards Capernaum. And it was named dark, and Jesus was not come to them. And the sea arose by reason of a great wind that blew. So when they had rowed about five and twenty or thirty furlongs, they see Jesus walking on the sea. And draw an eye unto the ship, and they were afraid. But he saith unto them, It is I, be not afraid. Then they willingly received him into the ship. And I want you to notice something here. And immediately the ship was at the land where they went. Amen. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 41, uh, from verse 10. Amen. From verse 10 to verse 13. Amen. Amen. Isaiah 41, 10 to 13. It says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing, and they that strive with thee shall perish. Thou shalt seek them, and shall not find them. Even them that contended with thee, they that war against thee shall be as nothing, and as a ton of naught. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. Amen. Amen. I think we call close the Bibles and go home. Amen. Amen. May the Lord add his blessing reading of the word. You may have your seat. Amen. Amen. The Lord has laid his thought on our hearts. Um, it was actually before we, 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 we left for... We we'll have to go to Trinidad, but God has a season for everything, amen. And we just want to wait on them and move. We want to speak this evening on be not afraid. 
be not afraid. Amen. Be not afraid. See, we're living in an age, it is an age of fear. There's loads of fear upon the, upon the people in this age that we're living in. You know, the book of Isaiah will talk about, you know, gross darkness upon the people. You know, the people are, are in gross darkness because they can look around and they can see that nothing is stable in the age that they're living in. Nothing is sure in the age they're living in. Amen. There is no hope that they seem to find in the age they're living in or in the world they're living in. Amen. When they look around, they can see that everything is shaken. Amen. Economics is shaken. Amen. The politics is shaken. Amen. And homes are shaken. Amen. Families are shaken. Everything that can be shaken is being shaken. Amen. And, and this has brought a great fear upon the people of the land because they know that if anything was to happen, they have no place of refuge. They have no place of rest. Amen. Because um, they, they, they can see that the enemy is at war but they don't recognize that it is the enemy amen because he has blinded them in the age that they're living in amen but I am glad that this evening there is a group of people that can testify amen that we have something that is sure amen we have something that is unmovable something that is unshaken amen we have something that is stable amen and it is the word of God now it is not the word of God just on the pages of a book amen or, or the word of God on the tapes that we listen to but it is the word of of God that is now living and moving in a people. Amen. That is the assurance that we have. Amen. Because if we just have the word of God living in the pages of a book or we have the word of the Lord on the tapes then we will be just as those in the world as a fearful people. Amen. Because the only thing that is going to overcome fear is the word of God. Amen. The only thing that is going to be able to change our borders and bring us to a place where we can call ourselves to be overcomers is the word of the Lord. Amen. The word of the Lord and the hearts of the believer. The word of the Lord controlling our decisions that we make. Amen. The word of the Lord controlling, you know, every ambition that we have. The word of the Lord controlling our future, leading us in the way that we should go and in the things that we should do. Amen. But you see, despite the fact that we do have the word of the Lord living on the inside of us, the believer will still come in contact with fear. Amen. Are you with me? Despite the fact that the word of the Lord is living on the inside of us, the believer will still face fear. Amen. Why? Because so far as we are living on the face of this earth, the enemy of fear is here against the bride of the Lord Jesus Christ. The enemy of fear, just as the enemy of sickness, just as any other enemy, is against you and is against me. Amen. And over and over again, he will come and try to scare us away or try to do this or the other to us. Amen. But if we have the right attitude, amen, and we have a revelation of who we truly are, then there is no way that this enemy of fear will be able to overcome us, amen. But we will be able to overcome him, amen. But it will take the revelation of who we are, amen. It will take, amen, the right attitude, amen, to be able to overcome this enemy of fear. As a matter of fact, if we look in the Bible, countless times the Lord Jesus Christ will speak these words, fear not. Countless time he will speak the word, be not afraid. Amen. Why? Because he knows that his people are going to face some situations where it will seem to be fearful. Amen. And many a times when we look through the scripture, when he says the word fear not or be not afraid, it is mostly related to a, to a situation where they are faced with an enemy. Amen. It's related to a situation where the enemy is either approaching them or in a situation where they are under the oppression of the enemy. Amen. 
man. But you see, whenever he says fear not, he doesn't just stop with the word fear not, but he will always continue. And if you read in the scripture, whenever he says fear not, he will always continue with words of encouragement. He'll always continue with words of deliverance. Amen. He'll always continue with words of the blessings of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. He never just stops with the word fear not. Amen. And when he speaks the words that he speaks him, he doesn't only says them, but he also performs them. Amen. He always brings them to pass. When he tells them fear not of the enemy that is approaching them, but you will, he will deliver you from their hands. He performs it. Amen. He brings it to pass. Amen. And if he has always brought his word to pass, then I believe that he hasn't stopped bringing his word to pass. Amen. I believe that he'll continue and will Always bring his word to pass. Amen. Amen. Now, Brother Branham in the message, yeah, I think the message paradox in the Bay 1961, Brother Branham will talk about a vision, amen, that he had, amen. And in the vision, he'll say that he was, he was, um, he was on a very narrow highway, amen. And on this narrow highway, he was with a brother, amen. And with a brother that he was with, and as he was looking around him on this way that they were on, he looked that everyone was afraid. Amen. This was a vision he had. He said it looked like everyone was afraid. And so Brother Branham asked himself the question to say, why is everyone so afraid? What are they afraid of? Amen. And there's a voice that came and spoke to him. And, and the voice said to him, there is such a danger in these days. Is that there is a great hideous thing that is dead when it strikes you. Amen. So here are people that are fearful and a voice came to him and said to him, there is a great danger in these days. There is a great hideous thing that's dead when it strikes you. Amen. And the great hideous thing that is dead that strikes you in this generation, in this age that we live in is unbelief. Amen. It is unbelief. Unbelief is the chiefest of the demons. Amen. Because it is unbelief that the, it's from unbelief that the attributes of all kind of sins come. Amen. So the chiefest, the hideous thing today in this generation that is bringing fear upon the people is unbelief. Amen. Now on Wednesday, Brother Andrew spoke so well as he was expounding on the, on the word of faith and bringing the contrast with unbelief. And, 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 and as he was saying that the, the, the opposite of faith will be unbelief. Amen. In other words, the lack of the person Jesus Christ in control of the soul of man. Amen. The lack of Jesus Christ in control of the soul of a man. Amen. Then if Jesus Christ is not in control of the soul of a man, then there is no faith in there. And if there is no faith in there, then there is unbelief in there. And if there is unbelief in there, then they will have fear. They will have doubt. They will have anxiety. They will have depression. They will have all sort of them. Why? Because the person, Jesus Christ, is not on the throne of their heart. Amen. And that is what is happening in the world today. The person, Jesus Christ, is not on the throne of the heart of the people. And so there is only unbelief in their hearts and there is fear upon the people. This is the great hideous thing that the, the world is facing today um, that has caused them so much fear. Amen. Because when the Lord Jesus Christ um, the person of Jesus Christ is on your heart, um, you will believe every word that he spoke. Um, and if you believe every word that he spoke um, then you cannot have any fear in your heart. Amen. Because he um, is on the inside of you. The overcomer himself um, is on the inside of you. Amen. Um, and he will cast out 
freedom every fear. Amen. Are you going to face fear? Yes, you will face fear. But there is something on the inside of you that would defeat the spirit of fear. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. And we know that the vision will go on as Brother Branham will speak about it. That the voice came to him and said, you know, I have given you power to be able to bind the member. Amen. To be able to bind whatever is causing the fear upon the people. He said, you have been given power to bind it. Amen. And so Brother Branham now asks the question to say, what must I do? What must I do? And the voice came back to him and said, there is one thing that you must do is that you must be more sincere. Amen. You must be more sincere. Now, oh, I believe Brother Branham was one of the most sincere men that, uh, you know, that walked in this age, at least to me. You know, he was a sincere man. He didn't hide anything. Amen. Uh, but yeah, the scripture came to him and said, you must be more sincere. And if he was speaking to the prophet of the age to say that he had to be more sincere, then how much more is the bride of this age have to be more sincere? Amen. To be more sincere and not have anything in our hearts. Amen. But have a sincerity. You know what a sincerity? I was just looking it up here. Let me see if I find it. Sincerity says to have no no pretense, no deceit or hypocrisy. Amen. Is that to have no pretense, no deceit or hypocrisy. That is it to be sincere. And if there ever was a time that the church of the living God ought to be sincere, I believe that it is now. Amen. To a place where there is no malice. Amen. There is nothing in our heart but perfect divine love. Amen. 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 And so as Brother Branham will come out of, of this vision, amen, and, and he'll start to prepare in the morning how to take the kids to school and different things, he asked the Lord to say, you know, could you give me a scripture, amen, to tell me what I must do, amen. And, and so Brother Branham opened his Bible, and as he opened his Bible, went to the scripture that said in 1 Corinthians 5, verse 8, it said, therefore let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with your leavened bread of sincerity and truth. Amen. Unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Now we know that a feast is an event where people gather together. Amen. A feast is an event where people gather together. And, and we know that today God has called out the bride out of the church to gather her together. Amen. And we know that this gathering is not only for a rapture. The rapture is the goal of it, amen. The gathering is to bring forth the rapture at the end of it all. But the gathering is also to defeat the works of the enemy. Amen. The gathering is also to defeat the works of the enemy. And as we said, the chiefest of all these enemy is unbelief. Amen. The chiefest of all these enemy is unbelief. But you see, we have been given the power to bind the chiefest of the enemy. If only we can be more sincere. Amen. He said it will take that sincerity to bind that man. But to bind whatever is causing fear upon the face of the earth. It will take that sincerity. Amen. And sincerity as we said is um, to have no pretense, no deceit or hypocrisy. Amen. Because see if, you are, if our hearts is clean. We can read in 1 John 3 21. It said beloved if our hearts condemn us not. Then we have confidence towards God. 
Amen. If our hearts is clean and pure and sincere, then we have no, we have confidence towards God. In other words, we have no fear to go before the Lord on our knees and ask and say, Lord, this is my need. Because there is a sincerity in our heart that binds and casts out every fear. Amen. There is nothing to fear about. We go there with confidence, with boldness, knowing that our Lord will hear our prayers. Amen. Now, First John chapter four verse eighteen will also speak and say that there is no fear in love. Amen. But perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Amen. Now we know that God is love. Amen. And we know that God today, in the form of the Holy Ghost, is living in the bride of the living of the church. Amen. It is living in the bride today. Amen. And we know that it is the Holy Ghost in the believer that makes the believer to have a perfect love. Amen. Because the Holy Ghost is nothing but God, Christ, in a spirit form today living in you and me. Amen. It is not a third person of the Godhead. Amen. But it is Jesus Christ living in his people. And that is what brings perfect faith in our hearts. Now, are we ever going to face fear as born again Christians? Are we ever going to face fear as born again Christians? We will face fear as born again Christians. Yes, we will. Amen. The fact that we are born again filled with the Holy Ghost doesn't mean that fear is not going to come our way. We will face fears in our lives. Whether we're born again. So the fact, so if, you, if you're facing fear, it doesn't mean you don't have the Holy Ghost. Amen. If you're facing fear, it doesn't mean you don't have the Holy Ghost. Amen. We will face fear. But the Holy Ghost is now here to not allow fear to torment you. Amen. The Holy Ghost is now here to not allow fear to take control of your life. That's what the Holy Ghost is here to do. Amen. Do not let fear torment you because the scripture said that what? Perfect faith, perfect love casted out fear. Amen. So we will face it. Amen. Fear brings torment. We will face fear, but perfect love will cast it out. Amen. You can't cast something out if you're not facing it. You can't cast something out if it's not trying to attack you. So if fear is attacking us, there is something on the inside of the believer that is able to cast it out. Amen. And it's the Holy Ghost that God has placed in the believer today. Amen. Amen. Now, 2 Timothy 1 verse 7 will say, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Amen. That is what God has given to the church. Amen. Not fear, but of power, of love and sound mind. And Brother Branham and the power of the devil will say, I love him and I want you to love him. I want you to believe him. Perfect love casts out all fear. If you love him with the right kind of a, of a heart, you won't have one speck of fear w- w- whether you can keep his word or not. Brother Branham will say, night after night, standing on the platform before a gross thousand of people around the world, critics sitting, critics sitting, critics, critics sitting there saying, it is that, that and the other. With doctors standing there trying to throw spells on you, challenge you to a dual sentence like that. Never one time I say by the grace of God has one speck of fear ever hit my heart. Not one time. Why? He said he would take care of me. And I believe him. That's why. If I'd get scared, I'd run. 
But I tell you, when Jesus Christ anoints you, you are not made out of running material. That's all. Not the rock of Gibraltar, but, but the rock of ages. You climb up on the rock of ages. That's God's word. And take your position there and stand while the gates of hell is battling against it. With this perfect assurance that he who promised it will never fail. Amen. That's faith. That's when you are not scared. The devil is nothing but a bluff anyhow. Snorting and blowing all thunders, no lightning. But I tell you, brother, the lightning power of the resurrected Jesus Christ puts, the, puts a reality there that sh- puts a reality there that shocks the soul from a dead slumber of these earthly bones turned into an immortal realm to believe God. Amen. Let me read that again. It said, But I tell you, brother, the lightning power of the resurrected Jesus Christ. Puts a reality there that shocks the soul from a dead slumber of these earthly banks turns into the immortal realm to believe God. And take him at his word and call those things which are not as though they were. Amen. 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 See, we are serving a God that wasn't a God that was, but is a God that is. He is a God that is because he's living in you and in me. Amen. Brother Branham said that we are not made of running material. Amen. We are not made of running material when we are anointed by the Spirit of God. Amen. We are not made of to run away from fear. Amen. We are not made to hide away from fear. Amen. We are not made to tremble in the face of fear. Amen. But we can face fear. Amen. Like Brother Andrew was saying before the service, we can face fear. Amen. With this confidence on the inside of us that there is a greater one that is on the inside of us. Amen. That is greater than all of the senses that we have in our bodies. Amen. Because if we will rely on the ten senses that we have, we will always retreat. Amen. We will always retreat if we were to rely on the ten senses that we have in our bodies and in our spirit. But if we rely on faith, we will never retreat. Amen. But we will always charge against the enemy. Amen. You see, it was in the days of David. Amen. You see, fear had grown the people. Amen. The great champion of the enemy have come to make his boast. Amen. By the name of Goliath. Amen. And as he was making his boast, fear had grown the people. Amen. Fear had so groped them to a place um, that they had stepped into an amnesia. Amen. They have stepped into an amnesia where they have forgotten who your God is. Amen. The aside had taken control above who your God is. Amen. They were looking at the giant and they were scared of the giant. Amen. Forgetting that there is a God that is greater than the giant. Amen. But praise be to God. There was a boy in the land by the name of David. Amen. He was coming based on an experience. Amen. He wasn't coming looking at what he was seeing but he was coming based on an experience that he had received that God is real he knew that God had never changed amen he knew that the one that put him in front of that bear and slay the bear and slay the lion is the same God that was more than able to take down that Goliath amen let me say this to your church the fear may grow the people because there is a great giant in the earth that is called unbelief that is called death that is 
is called depression, that is called anxiety, but there is a group of people, amen, that have had an experience with God, that can stand in the face of the great giant and say that our God live, amen, our God is more than able to deliver us, amen, you know David, David was elected, Amen. David was elected. And then when David was elected, he was called. Amen. And when David was called, he was anointed. And when David was anointed, he was placed into his position. Amen. Let me tell you this evening, church, you are also been elected. Amen. You also have been called. Amen. You also has been anointed. Amen. And God has placed you in a position as the son and daughter of God. You tell me what enemy is able to defeat us, amen. Let me say this to your church, be not afraid. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world, amen. Don't you be afraid, amen. There's a great God that is on your side, amen. Oh, hallelujah. No matter what the situation is, God is on our side. Amen. How the enemy like to bring fear in our lives, whether it be sickness, whether it be whatever we're going through, he'll try to make it look so big. But I'm saying to you this morning, this evening, don't look at the enemy that, you, that is standing in front of you, but look at the faith that is on the inside of you to pay attention to the anointing that God has put upon you. Amen. He has put an anointing on you to break every yoke of the enemy, to break break every chain of the enemy, to break every band of the enemy. That's what you've been anointed to do, amen. We have not been anointed to retreat him. We have been anointed to charge him, to charge against the enemy, amen. To charge against fear, amen. To charge against him, the powers of this world. That's what we've been anointed to do. Oh, hallelujah, amen. Brother Branham says in the expectation, is that that's the trouble with the church today. You are afraid. Are you with me? So that's the trouble with the church today. You are afraid. Well, I'm included in the church too. I'm not saying just you. We. Amen. But the quote doesn't end there. It said you're afraid when you ask. You won't receive. That's the reason you don't receive. But Brother Branham said, don't be scared. Amen. Don't be scared. Ask and then believe you're going to get it. You'll get it. God will give it to you. Are you with me? Ask and believe that you're going to receive it and you will get it. God will give it to you. Not the preacher will give it to you. God will give it to you. Amen. But you see fear is trying to get in the way of the promise. That's why Brother Branham is saying the church is afraid. That's the trouble with him. But it's time to cast out fear. Amen. And let God step on the scene. Amen. Because when you ask, he will give it to you. Amen. If God ever healed, he can heal again. If God ever delivered, he can deliver again. Amen. If God ever filled with the Holy Ghost, he can fill with the Holy Ghost again. If God ever destroy a giant, he can destroy a giant again. 
Amen. There is nothing too hard for God. Amen. If God can let an old man turn into a young person, he can do it again. Are you with me this evening? No matter what it is, God is able to do it. Amen. Let me say this to you. You are not serving just some kind of God that is made out of wood. You are serving the living God. You are serving the creator of the heavens and the earth. Are you with me this evening? You are serving the one that made the mountains. The one that you go and you climb and you hike on. He made it. You are serving the God that made the wind that is blowing that you can't see but yet you can breathe it. Do you see what kind of God are you serving? You are serving the God. Oh hallelujah. You are serving the God that can make it seem that the water will stay where it is and can never overflow. Oh hallelujah. That is the God that you are serving. Amen. There is nothing too hard for him. If he could make the mountains, if he could make the water, what is your trouble before him? Are you with me? What is your trouble before him? Be not afraid. Be not afraid. You serving a big God. Amen. Be not afraid. Amen. It's time for the bride to step into our position. Don't be afraid. What you will say, he will do it. He has put on you the predestinated wedding band. It's already on your finger. You can't deny that you are the bride of Christ. Oh, hallelujah. You are already the bride of Christ. You are already married. Amen. I am not married, but I tell you, if sister Melissa was to ask Brother Andrew anything. I don't think Brother Andrew will refuse him. If he can do it, he will do it. How much more if Brother Andrew can do it, then how much more can our God? Oh, hallelujah. How much more can our God, if his bride, go before him and ask for anything that he will not do it? Be not afraid. It is the enemy trying to stop you. Be not afraid. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find them. Knock and it shall be open to you. Oh, hallelujah. Be not afraid. There is a God that is on your side. He is the God of the impossible. He is the God of the infinite. He is the unchanging God. He is the rock of ages. Oh, hallelujah. Be not afraid. Oh, hallelujah. Be not afraid. Oh, glory be to God. Oh, glory be to God. God is looking for some David, amen. Some David that is not going to run because of fear. Some David that is not going to run because of the giant, amen. But a David that is going to charge him. He's going to charge that enemy and say, you, oh, hallelujah, you, are nothing but just another bear. You are nothing but just another lion. Let me say that if he ever delivered you, he can deliver you again. He's waiting for someone to lose that stone. Amen. You to lose that stone of revelation. Just the revelation that you are a son and daughter of God is enough to defeat every enemy that can come from the pits of hell. Just that revelation that you are the son and daughter of God. That is good enough to defeat him. You are the son of the king. You are the son of the creator. Oh, hallelujah. If you were the son or the daughter of the greatest president that ever existed, I tell you, you wouldn't walk with your head down. Amen. When you would get out of your house, there would be all, there would be what I call them, there would be bodyguards there waiting for you. 
Wherever step you take, they'll be right there watching the rain, making sure that you are safe. If you are just the son of the greatest president. But you are the son of the king. You are the son, the daughter of the creator. You don't have bodyguards that are made of man. You've got angels. Angels with a sword drawn. Oh, hallelujah. Angels with a sword drawn that are going before you, that are protecting you. He said that they've come to encamp around you. They've not come to live. They've come to stay. They've come to fight every battle that you're facing. Once they receive the command from their Lord, they move into action. With just that revelation as a son and daughter of God, every enemy can be defeated. Without even getting into being a bride, without even getting to be, you know, she is him, without even getting into you are the final voice, without even getting into that. Hallelujah. Be not afraid. You can lose the stone. Your words are powerful. Your words are powerful. The same words that created this earth is in you. Are you with me? When Brother Branham said that you can create a world and go live on it, he meant it. Amen. But I tell you, we don't need to create another world and go live on it. What we need to create is an atmosphere. An atmosphere to step in to receive our healing. An atmosphere to step in to receive our deliverance. Amen. That is what we need to create. We don't need to create another world to step in. That's what we need to create. Amen. But our words are powerful. The attribute of God on the inside of you. If we can yield ourselves and get our thoughts out of the way. When Brother Branham came to that place where he said, I'm going to sit under this tree for a moment. And I'm going to think about the scripture. And it was Mark 11. And I said, I'm just going to think about it because I can't fully comprehend it. When he got himself in a channel, when he got himself in an atmosphere, Brother Branham said, that super anointing came and he said, now you can ask what you want. Amen. He had a creative power on the inside of him, the space squirrels that were in there. You've had a testimony of a sister in the church that had cancer on her hands. And she was able to get herself in an atmosphere and speak and watch it disappear. You're not serving a dead God. We are serving a living God. He's waiting for someone to speak. For him to back up that word. Be not afraid to speak that word. This is the season that we are living in. The book has been opened. If not named, then when? When in the millennium? We don't need it in the millennium. We've already got a body change. If we believe that the rapture is right upon us, then when? When are we going to come to that maturity? When are we going to come to that place? It is time to get more sincere. It is time to get our thoughts out of the way. It is time to let the Lord shred us like we had this morning. Allow the trials to come. Let it mold us, let it shape us to give us the character to speak. 
Be not afraid. He's with you. He has given it to you because he has confidence in you that when you come into the right condition and the right atmosphere, you will speak the right turn. Like Sister Harry Royd spoke the right turn and it came to pass. Be not afraid. It is your season. It is your word. It is your hour. Be not afraid. What you say will be. You are not under the influence of an evil anointing. You are under the influence of the anointing of God. Oh, hallelujah. Be not afraid. And David got to the battle and he got to face Goliath. And when David got to face Goliath, David started to speak these words in 1 Samuel 17, 45 to 47. He said, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come unto thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. He said, This day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand, and I will smite thee and take thine head from thee, and I will, and I will give thy carcasses of the host of the Philistine this day um, unto the fowls of the air um, and to the wild beasts of the earth um, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Glory be to God. Um, that there is a God in Israel. He said and all this assembly shall know that the Lord God um, saveth not with sword and spears um, for the battle is the Lord's um, and he will give you into mine hands. Let me say this to you. Those were in the void, the words of a little boy. Those were the words of the anointed God that was on the inside of him, declaring the end of the enemy. Those were the words that were declaring the desire of God upon Goliath. Amen. And God on the inside of you has got a desire against the enemy that you are facing. But it's waiting for you to come to a place of realization and get ourselves out of the way so that we can speak that word. Because what David spoke, he did it. Because it wasn't him that spoke it, but it was the God in him that spoke it. And the God in him that spoke it came and back it up. And that same God is on the inside of you. That same God is on the inside of me. And it's saying, be not afraid. Be not afraid. But let's get into that channel. And you speak the word under the anointing. He will back it up. Amen. He will back it up. There is no age limit to it. David was a boy. You and me. Young people, David was a boy. But Andrew had been going through it. David was a boy. He was just a young fella. But he could get himself to a place where he had had an experience with God. And he could get himself to a place where he can get under such an anointing. Where he can speak exactly what God wanted him to speak. Church, we are going back to what it was with Adam. Where Adam was able to say, we're going to call this a lion. And that was exactly what God was thinking. That was exactly the name that God had for that animal. We'll call this a bear. And that's exactly what God was thinking. That is where we're coming to. To a place where what we say is exactly what he's thinking. What we say is exactly what has been on his heart. 
Be not afraid. Be not afraid, church. Oh, hallelujah. You see, David knew that the land that he was walking on, hallelujah, the land that the Goliath stepped on was already given to him. Oh, glory be to God. He knew that this land is already mine. Listen, he knew that Joshua, before he came to that land, he had received a promise. Joshua 1.3 says, Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I did, as I said unto Moses. So now David is walking on this place and is saying, Goliath, you were standing on the wrong land. This is my land. You were standing on the wrong land because I can look onto the scriptures and I can see that our, our prophet Joshua was told that every place that all my feet shall tread is given to me. So if Goliath was standing there, all he had to do was start walking towards Goliath because Goliath was standing on the wrong property. Let me say, do your church. All you have to do is start taking full steps because the enemy is standing on the wrong property. He's squatting the wrong land. This is your land. Your family is your land. Your children is your land. Oh, glory be to God. This is your land. Every prayer your soul of your feet shall tread is given to you. Every promise you take is yours. It is your land, but the enemy is squatting it. Start taking full steps. Start taking full steps. It is possession. It is your land. Oh, hallelujah. Be not afraid. Be not afraid. It is your land. It was the promise that was given to him. He knew that if I walk towards him, I'm going to defeat him. It is my land. Stop making four steps. It is your land. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Be not afraid. Be not afraid. Amen. Brother Branham said, God keeps his word. God went commanding Joshua there. He said, be of good courage. Be not afraid. Neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. Is that the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. No matter what it is. How hard it is. How great the obstacle is. That doesn't matter. It's time to step into bright material. Hallelujah. We have been looking at a giant for too long. We've been observing the giant for too long. It's time to start making footsteps. This is your land. Amen. He said it doesn't matter. If it's down through the valley of the shadow of dirt, of the valley of death, is that the Lord thy God is with thee, with us wherever thy goest. Oh, how Joshua could call Israel together and say, stand here and watch the glory of God. God, God is with his word. God made the promise. God said to Joshua, every place that the sole of your foot said, that's yours. I give it to you. Amen. God made the promise. 
It's not a president that made the promise. It's not a pope that made the promise. It's not a cardinal that made the promise. But the Almighty God made the promise. And He's never failed to keep His promise. Oh, glory be to God. He has never failed to keep His promise. What is waiting for someone to take Him at His word? Be not afraid. Oh, come on, church. Be not afraid. It is given to you. Oh, hallelujah. It was in the days of Hezekiah, right, man? In the days of Hezekiah. And, you know, in those days, I think the enemy came against him. Uh, let me look here. Who was Hezekiah, the king of Judah, right, man? And, and it was the Assyrians, hey, man. It was the Assyrians that came against him, hey, man. And the king was in a cherub, hey, man. And, and Sennacherib had an incredible tactic, amen. Sennacherib himself didn't show up there, but he was out on another battle, amen. But he sent a servant called Rabshakeh. And Rabshakeh went into the, in the land of Judah and he started to speak the language. Are you with me? He started to speak the language and started to pour out threatenings and fear upon them. And he started to say, you guys are believing your king Hezekiah. And he said, your king Hezekiah has torn down all the grooves and all the high places. He said, your king Hezekiah, he has torn down every God that you believe in. And now he's telling you to believe in this one and only God. And he was making fun of them. In their own language. Saying to them, listen. You have heard about King Sennacherib. Everyone that he has come, that come to try to face him has been defeated. There is no God in this land that has been able to defeat the king, the king Sennacherib. And he was saying to them, neither is your God going to be able to defeat our king. Pouring our fear upon the people. How many times have we done that to us? The sickness that you have, that person had it and they died. And they were message believers. Speaking your own language. They were message believers and they left the message. You're not going to be able to live the life speaking your own language. Trying to defy the God of this message. But King Hezekiah... He was a great king. You know, he didn't try to figure it out. But he went to the prophet. He went to the prophet of the day and it was Isaiah. And he said, listen, Isaiah. Here's what's going on. Is there any way you can get a word from the Lord? And Isaiah said, sure, we will get a word from the Lord. Now, that's not what the scripture says. It's just me dramatizing it. And Isaiah will go before the Lord and come back and say, he'll tell the servant to say, take this and tell King Hezekiah these words. 2 Kings 19, 67. It said, thus saith the Lord, be not afraid. <laughs> Listen, church. When the enemy is approaching, be not afraid. That's thus saith the Lord. Be not afraid. Of the words which thou hast had, with which the servant of the king of Assyria has blasphemed me, 
Behold, I will send a blast upon him, and he shall hear rumor and shall return to his own land. And I will cause him, and I will cause him to fall by the sword of his own land. The prophet told him, don't be afraid. And no matter what the enemy we face, we've got a prophet. We don't have to try to figure it out. We've got a message. We've got a word that has been opened in this age. And it's saying to you, be not afraid. The spoken word is in your lips. You can say to this mountain, be there moved. And if you will not doubt in your heart, if you will not fear, hallelujah, it will do exactly what you say. Be not afraid. Amen. Be not afraid. Amen. Brother Branham, Moses took this quote I had it in my notes already. But you see, we're facing fearful waves. We're coming close to the shore. And we're facing fearful waves. Christ is revealed in his word, but Branham says, Now the stabilizers has been put, upon the, put on the ship. Great fearful waves, great fearful waves are out here before us. But we know that just beyond that wave yonder, we are nearing the shore. See, we're nearing the shore. Just stay stable. Just stay in the word. Stay with God. No matter how you feel or anything else, stay with the word. Let us, let us stay stable. When you see all these great big old clays around us and storms are coming and atomic bombs and everything else, they're talking about it. But I will stabilize us right straight in the word. God said it will be here. We'll crest every one of them. Yeah, we'll go right over the top of them. Yes, indeed. They can sink us. They can drown us. You put us in the grave, we'll come out again. Ju that's just all there is to it. There ain't no way in the world to keep it down there. We'll crest every one of them. Because our great chief captain is calling at the other side. What a promise. No matter what the wave is, we're going to crest it. Just don't be afraid. Be not afraid. You see, these disciples, as they were, they were there on the ship. And they were crossing over to the other side. And as they were crossing over to the other side, it was evening time. Said it was dark. It was just rain there, and Brother Brown would dramatize and say that the enemy saw them, that they were alone. And the Lord Jesus was not in the ship. And he thought this is a great occasion for me to destroy them. And so there rose a great wind, the, the scripture says, against them, amen. Now I don't know, but maybe there has rose a great wind against you. A great wind. Because it looks like maybe the Lord is not on your side, but we know he is. Because even though he wasn't in the ship, Abraham said he had climbed up on the mountain. And he was watching them. He was watching them right on top of that mountain. Amen. As he was watching them, he could watch them. And he could see every wave. He could see the intensity of every wave. He could see the ship rocking. Amen. He could see all the efforts 
of the disciples trying to keep the ship stable. And they were failing. But he was watching and he was seeing everything. Let me say this to you, he's been watching. He's been watching. No matter what the storm is or the wave that is trying to crest you, he's been watching. He's been watching every wave that has come against you. He's been watching all the efforts that you've been doing to try to stay stable. He's been watching every effort that you've been doing to try to overcome. He's been watching. He sees it all. And there came a point that he said, I've watched enough. I've watched enough. And now I'm going to step on the scene. Let me say this to you, church. Be not afraid. No matter what the wave that you face, no matter how fearful the winds are, no matter how much the storm is being stirred up, he's been walking towards you. He's been walking towards you, amen. He's been watching you. He sees everything. He's been walking towards you. And as he was walking towards them, here they were, because it was such in a supernatural way, they started to get afraid of it. Are you with me? They started to get afraid of it. Listen, God is going to come in a way that you don't expect. But be not afraid. Are you with me? Be not afraid. Whichever way he comes, be not afraid. Because he was coming in a supernatural way. A man, they had never seen a man walk on water. But here was the Lord Jesus Christ walking on water. Coming to their salvation. Coming to turn the situation around. Coming to turn the tide around. He was coming in a supernatural way. And let me declare to you this evening. He is coming in a supernatural way. In the wave and the storm that you are facing. He is coming in a supernatural way. In a way that you don't expect. He is still the God of miracles. Amen. He hasn't stopped doing them. And he started to walk towards them on the ship. And here was Peter. As he drew nigh and Peter said, If it is you, then let me also come. And let me also walk on the water. And he said, Come. And Peter started to walk on the water. He started to do the impossible. He started to do the, the, what was incredible or something supernatural. But you see, very soon Peter started to look around. He started to look around. And the waves and the storm and, and the billows. And he started to be fearful. And he started to be fearful. And as he got fearful, he started to sink. He started to sink. You may have walked on water. You may have kept the faith. You may have stood the ground for your children, for your family, for the troubles that you're facing. But you may have come to a point where it looks like you're sinking. Where it feels like you're sinking. But let me say this to you. Peter didn't sink. Peter didn't sink. Though it looked like fear was coming against him, but there was something greater that was reaching out his hand to pull him out of the fear that was trying to grip him. Let me say this to your church this evening. There is a greater hand here this evening that is reaching out to pull you out of the fear that you were in. You have walked on water once. You can walk on water again. Amen. If you have seen your children in church again, you can see them here again. Are you with me this evening? 
Are you with me this evening? If you have been free again once, you can be free again. If you have been delivered once, you can be delivered again. If you have been healed once, you can be healed again. Are you with me this evening? If you have walked on waters once, you can walk again. If the fears are trying to sink him, I want to declare to you this evening, there is a hand that is reaching down. There is a hand that is reaching down and saying, get a hold of me. Get a hold of me. Or we'll pull you out of the sinking waters and you will walk on water again. If you have ever overcome, you can overcome again. He is the same God. The same one that filled you with the Holy Ghost is the same one that can deliver you. He's just saying, reach out and hold my hands. And when he held his hand, they walked together back into the ship. And when they walked in there, the greater supernatural took place. Where they were, it told us in the, in the scriptures, they think they were five or something, four longs away from the shore. They were far from the shore. There are fearful winds, fearful waves, but the great chief captain is calling us on the other side. We will crest each and every one of them. How are we going to crest them? By the supernatural power of God. By the anointing that we've received in this age. How are we going to crest them? He's going to do it in a way that we don't even expect. But if we can reach out and hold his hands, get a hold of that hand, get a hold of that faith, amen, that revelation of who we truly are. And when they stepped in there, immediately they were sure. Let me say this to you, he's still the God of miracles, even now, immediately, even now, he's more than able to change the saying, even now. If someone can believe it, be not afraid. It's easy to be afraid. What if I say it and it doesn't happen? What if I believe it and it never comes to pass? Fear. Words of fear. But it's time to cast it out. He's saying, be not afraid. Say it. Believe it. Walk in it. He will bring it to pass. Amen. Gone away over time. Amen. Amen. He will bring it to pass, church. It was Jehoshaphat when the Moab, the children of Moab and Ammon and other people came against them to take the city. And Jehoshaphat went to pray. The scripture says that when Jehoshaphat had done praying, he said that all Judah stood before the Lord with your little ones, your wives, and the children. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon one of them called Jezael. And these are the words that Jezael spoke. Second Chronicles 20, 15, 17. And he said, Hearken ye, all Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thy king Jehoshaphat. Thus saith the Lord unto you, 
Be not afraid, nor dismayed by the reason of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Are you with me? The battle is not yours, but God's. He said, tomorrow, go ye down against them. Behold, they come up by the cliff of Zez, and ye shall find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jerel. Ye shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourself, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. Do you believe that? Be not afraid. The battle is not yours. The battle is this. If we can put our trust in him, he will bring it to pass. Let's stand on our feet this evening. Hallelujah. Amen. May the musicians come, amen. Be not afraid. The battle is the Lord's. Amen. The storms, the billows, be not afraid. Amen. Amen. The ship is tossing. <laughs> But I tell you, he's got in the ship, and he'll bring you to the shore. There are fearful waves ahead, but I tell you, we're bound to be on the other side. You know, it said that immediately they were at the shore. You know what is going to happen one of these days, church? <laughs> immediately, in a twinkle of an eye, hallelujah. <laughs> in a twinkle of an eye, one day, immediately. <laughs> immediately while we rise up one morning the battle is not yours but just stand still don't you worry just stand still but one glorious morning oh glory be to God one glorious morning you are going to take a step amen and all the billows that have been beating against your ship and all the troubles that you've been facing one of these days immediately you will be on the other side immediately you will have a body change immediately you will be a young person again oh hallelujah immediately because he has stepped in the ship because he has stepped in your ship he's on the inside of you and he will do the miraculous he will do the supernatural amen oh glory be to God hallelujah you know it was incredible because you know when Jehoshaphat you know had all these words you know and, and, and you know he had these words and and, and they, they, they started to rose up that morning because he told them, get up tomorrow and, and go face them. And you know, when he got up in the morning, man, I tell you, I don't know you, but after these words, if I woke up that morning, I don't know what I would fear or worry about. I wouldn't be afraid because the Lord just told me that he is going to fight my battle. And so, you know what Joseph has said, you know, folks, we don't really need to be too worried. But you know what we're going to do? Now Second Chronicles 20, 21 to 20, 24, he says, And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord. And that shall praise the beauty of holiness. As they went out before the army. And to say, praise the Lord, for his mercies endured forever. And when they began to sing and to praise the Lord, the Lord set ambushment against the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. 
For the children of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Manzir, utterly to slay and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Zir, everyone helped to destroy one another. And when Judah came towards the watch tower in the wilderness, they looked unto the multitude, and behold, there were dead bodies fallen to the earth, and none escaped. Not only did they overcome them, but when Jehoshaphat and his people came to and and when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoils of them, they found among them an abundance both riches with the dead bodies and precious jewels which they stripped off of themselves for more than they could carry away. And they were there three days in gathering of the spoils. It was so much. Man. Not only did they get the victory, but they got the blessing too. They got an increase. They got even more than what they expected. Let me say this to your church. Don't be afraid. The battle is the Lord. But if we can start to get to a place where we can get ourselves out of the way and speak that word and believe that word that God will perform it, we don't have to fear, but we have to just praise Him. Hallelujah. We just have to praise him and worship him every morning. Rise up and say, thank you, Lord, for my healing. Thank you, Lord, for my children. Thank you, Lord, for my deliverance. Thank you, Lord, for what you have done for me. That is what John Ryan started to do. He started to thank the Lord. Every morning he said, thank you, Lord, for healing me. Thank you, Lord, for healing me. And one day... Oh, glory. One day when he spoke the word, the word was made manifested. But someone is going to have to start speaking. Someone is going to have to start saying, thank you, Lord. We had this morning the trials are great. But what we have to do in a trial is praise him. That is the best thing that can happen to us. It is your victory in disguisement. Are you with me? It is your victory in disguisement. Don't be afraid, church. The Lord is on your side. The battle is the Lord's. The victory is yours, amen. Don't you be afraid. Oh, glory be to God. I had a list of songs, but I tell you, there's one that is coming to me now. I don't think we can live without not singing victory is mine. <laughs> Listen, the victory is not for the enemy. You sing it like you believe. You make it personal tonight. It is yours. Victory is mine. Because of the trials that I am in, the victory is mine. It's my victory in disguise, man. The battle that I'm in is just showing that my victory is just around the corner. And one of these days, immediately, I am going to step into it. Sing it like you believe it. Praise him this evening. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Let's sing to him. Amen. Glory be to God. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine.
sensation My eyes have caught the vision Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Do you believe that this evening? Amen. I'm going to ask Brother Andrew to call my man, but I'm going to sing that song. I am no longer a slave to fear. No longer a slave to fear. I am not going to be afraid. Are you with me? Because I am elected. I have been called. I have been anointed. I know you've been positionally placed. There is no Goliath that will be able to stand before me. Amen. Let's sing that to him. You unravel me with a melody.
I'm no longer a slave to the enemy. Amen. Did you catch that when Brother Max was preaching about that quote, the church is afraid. What's the church afraid of? Not afraid of the enemy, but afraid to ask because they're scared that he won't give. But God is more than willing to give you whatsoever you ask for. He says, I know what you have need of before you even come to me in prayer. But he wants you to speak, to speak the word and then go forward. Why are you crying? Speak and go forward. Oh, hallelujah. We got many things on our hearts, many needs, many trials. How many want to be honest tonight and say, I know I'm going to have a battle this week. I know it's going to be a battle. So let me ask you, do you want to worship now while you're tired? Or do you want to exhaust yourself this week fighting yourself? Would you rather worship now? Say, Lord, I want to give myself away right now. And say, Lord, it's not my battle, it's your battle. I want to give you the glory and the honor and the praise and let you fight my battle and let you know I'm just a subject. As we said on Wednesday, I'm your idol. I'm dead in myself, nothing but a piece of wood. Bunch of uh, chemicals put together, but what's on the inside of me? I represent, I'm an ambassador for the living God. I love that scripture in Chronicles, how the enemy came and they fought each other. And the Bible says, Brother Max read it, and they helped one another. 
kill one another. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. A kingdom divided against itself shall fall. Satan don't got no hope. He's divided. They help each other, kill each other. Oh, I want to sing a song. We sang it on Friday night and just a worship song. It's called the Revelation Song, Sister Ruth. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Holy, holy is he. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Holy, holy is he. Sing a new song to him who sits on heaven's mercy seat. Holy, 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 holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come.
Isn't he wonderful? Hallelujah. Why don't we change it just a little bit? I was told again today, it was my favorite song. Hallelujah. When I'm in need, I call on the Lord. When I'm in need, I call on the Lord. When He gives me, yes, He helps me. He is Blessed be the name of the Lord. Brother Benham says when he had that dream about the devil, when the devil was saying, 
boo. Boo. Finally, he got up and said, boo back. And the devil got smaller. Boo again, the devil got smaller. He says, you don't have to say boo devil, but you can say, thus saith the Lord. It is written, hallelujah, you belong under my feet. It is written, you might bruise my heel, but you're crushed under my feet. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. It is written, be not afraid. It is I. And immediately, the trouble was over. They were on the shore. One day I'm going to take another step toward my theophany. One day I'm going to take another step.
Say it again till you believe it. Oh, my theophany. 